Dermot and Dave. Conversation, crack, and the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. Today Back. <laughs> what a tune, that's <laughs> such a great tune. Crank it up there. I got a message in saying, Dermot and Dave, I hear you doing these kinds of things now, and said I'd give it a shot. Good for you, anonymous listener. They say, I mind a little girl for a few hours every day. I usually get paid on Monday. The mum didn't pay me. I'm an anxious person and the opposite of assertive. Do listeners have any tips as to how I could maybe bring it up politely without it being awkward? So the she's obviously like professional child minder. Like it's not favors. She gets paid on a Monday. Hmm. Didn't get paid yesterday. I, I mean, my immediate reaction to this is like the. I think this might be just innocent. I just think the mum who obviously needs a child minder must be a busy person running around the place. Just came home and went. Oh yeah, thanks a million. See you later, whoever you are. Move on, my child. <laughs> and then went out the door and just forgot to pay. So I think if you just simply say, "Hey, don't," uh, sorry, just to remind you that last time you, you didn't pay me. So can I get double this time and just go back next week? Yeah, and then, I, I don't think. I don't think it's the issue of whether the person forgot or was malicious. I don't think. Well, that, the, you'd, think, you'd approach the, it differently, though, wouldn't you? If you thought someone was actually cheating you out of money, as opposed to the innocence you, of forgetting. Well, you still have to send the reminder, whatever the motives were. You still have to write the same thing and say, hey, uh, you didn't pay me yesterday. Uh, any chance I could get paid this week? Yeah. You know, if, but you I still, still have think, to I make think, contact. I still think if, you, if, if in the back of your mind, you thought they were trying to sneak the child minding out of you, <laughs> You'd write the message differently. Do you know what I mean? Squeezing the minutes out. <laughs> this is a very Irish thing. I know this person says they're an anxious person, and, and and I'm the opposite of assertive. They say, but I think this is a particularly Irish thing. I don't think this kind of thing happens in America mm. or even in the UK. I think we have hang-ups, like these genetic colonized hang-ups about money and about. Showing money, or talking about money, or be seen to be talking about money. Filthy, filthy stuff. The but money. yet we're obsessed with money. I mean, if you drive up in a Porsche to someone, the first thing an Irish person will look at is not the car; they look at the tax disc. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're obsessed with how much things cost, how getting away, saving a few quid. But yet we don't like talking about it. I think a lot of it is demonstrated to us as kids. Like if you think back to your Holy Communion or your confirmation mm. and your relation gives you money, it's not like you are now a man or a lady and here is your 50 euro note or your 20 euro note. It was folded into like origami levels of folding the fiver or the tenor and then it was slipped to you in secret, you know, and you, you know, you weren't even allowed to sort of hold it out to the light you, had to, you quickly had to stuff it into your hand or your pocket and your uncle or aunt would say here don't tell your parents <laughs> and money was this hush hush don't talk about it, don't show anybody straight into the piggy bank and don't mention it yeah you know and I, you know, those kinds of things I guess stay with us where you know money is is important but we should never talk about it um, but also I think regardless of money 
Irish people, again, we, we constantly worry about offending other people. And this is demonstrated in the amount of times you will hear Irish people on any given day say sorry unnecessarily. <laughs> Go into any shop, walk down the street. If anyone is even within half a foot of somebody there, sorry, sorry, sorry. And we think it's normal. Other people don't do this. Other <laughs> countries don't do this. We're obsessed with just sort of worrying about whether we will offend somebody. And of course, if you bring money into it, then it's doubly offensive. Yeah, I, I and, think... And then we, even if it's like, you know, the battle versus, uh, you know, p- possibly putting someone in an awkward position, in inverted commas, by having to ask them about money, versus our own self-worth. She's been minding kids all day. Like, she deserves that money. She she earned it. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm assuming it's a, it's a she, because most childminders are she's, but maybe it's a he. Um... Even though, like, her self-worth and her hard work and all that is at stake, still the threat of possibly offending somebody who is clearly in the wrong because they didn't pay you is still worse. And I think that's the same for a lot of Irish people in particular. Yeah, I think the money obsession thing probably is trans-global. I think everybody's obsessed with money, but the apologetic nature or the, the, the desire to not have that awkward conversation seems to be particularly Irish but she's looking for tips so have you been in this situation have you got a tip for us or for, for this person on 87 102 what if unlike I, I would just as I said assume it's innocent go up next Monday when you've done and go don't forget you didn't pay me last Monday can I get double today well, what uh, if she can't wait a week for the money what if she needs it now well then like just go up now then but I, I, my, my take on it is this is just completely innocent the mum just forgot go and get your money and it won't be an issue after the second it comes out of your mouth the mum will be like oh Jesus Christ open the handbag done that's what I think but but I think for this person even that scenario is too awkward to even consider the fact that they're now going to feel oh my god I'm so sorry you're making them feel guilty and now there's an awkwardness in the air and then they have to hand over the cash and everyone's going to be (laughs) apologising So our listener got in touch to say that they mined a, a child on um, and, and get paid usually on a Monday. Didn't get paid and now are just anxious about how to approach the mum involved to get paid. And we're looking for tips from you guys on 87 Somebody says, God, the anxiety of that. I'm in the same situation. I hate bringing it up. They forget a lot. I'd usually say, oh, you're usually on the ball. Just checking you sent it to my account. It's so awkward to ask about. It. That doesn't sound, that sounds like you've got it covered. That's a good way of approaching it. And in fact, Cormac was on to us to say there might be a way of doing this. Hey, lads, I've had something like that happen before. And the best idea I can come up with for them is if she just texts the lady and say, hey, sorry, never got that off you yesterday. Do you want my Revolut number or do you want to just drop it in during the week? And that's just saying, hey, I forgot to get it off you, not, hey, you forgot to give it to me. You see, so you're kind of putting the blame on yourself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why do we do that? Why are we tiptoeing around? The other person never paid her for her hard work. Like, you, and uh, there's so many suggestions that all begin with sorry. And here it is again. Like, you've nothing to apologize for. The other person forgot to pay you. Sorry, 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 <laughs> yeah, sorry, 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 sorry. You forgot to pay me. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You just say, hey, you never paid me yesterday. How would you want to sort it out? What about no apology needed. Let the other person squirm. What about you, Noreen? Have you got experience of this? Hi, guys. Uh, yeah, I have a three year old and two year old twins. And, um, 
I'm expecting number four in about four weeks. Congratulations. <laughs> Exciting times in your house. Four yeah, under four. Yeah, yeah, I four remember under those four. days. <laughs> um, so, yeah, completely. And, like, it's happened to us loads. We just forget, like, you know, they're like, bringing the twins to their Montessori now. But, like, you know, she just says to me, just a gentle reminder, you know, about these. I'm like, oh, dear God, you know, I completely forgot. I'm so sorry. You know, but, like, there's no tension there. I mean, they're providing an excellent service. It's something you really, really need. Like, when you find someone good, it's just, you mm. know, so, there's, there's so, no argument. So if you, Noreen, were to forget and you got a WhatsApp from the child minor to say that yeah. you've forgotten... Would you be totally fine with that, and you would think there's no there's no awkwardness, there's no like other than you maybe feeling slightly mortified that you let oh, you forgot 100%. to pay the person? By a hundred percent, but I think it's a very Irish thing, like you're talking about there. You know, we're always so awkward about being direct, mm. and especially around money. You know, and this this kind of apologetic nature. You know, you know, we don't to kind of um, insult anyone. You know, whatever. And I would definitely have those hang-ups like an, I'm an mm. overthinker myself so if I was to ask somebody for money that you know was owed to me I'd find it really awkward as well so I totally understand her issue but from the mum's perspective like the mum just completely innocently forgot mm. um, and if she didn't the whole text with like just a gentle reminder she can't possibly be insulted you know <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true yeah yeah. yeah. It's actually it's a, it's a win-win situation for that person either yeah. the mum innocently forgot or yeah. she's uh, like literally trying to rob her and then she got snared so yeah. either way <laughs> it works out fine yeah. Noreen yeah. that's good advice and come here best of luck in four weeks it's going to be oh, an exciting household around Christmas time fair play yeah. to you we're also trying to move house at the same time oh so we're not, god not, right yeah well, look, yeah why spread it out across a year exactly. or even a decade just get it all done now exactly yeah alright yeah. thanks a million see you Noreen thanks guys bye bye, bye. love the show bye thank you text us everyone's now wondering did they pay the child minor this week <laughs> absolutely yeah. a lot of people like Neve and me they're saying lads in the States what you do is you go straight to Judge Judy and they sort it <laughs> yeah. out yeah oh, oh no there is another way out of it oh, if yeah. you're a child minder and the parent doesn't pay don't give the child back <laughs> <laughs> Although maybe that's what's hoping. That's actually worse. They're hoping yeah. what happened. You're like, oh great, will you hold on to him till Christmas? <laughs> no, no, not a text about Simply Red. <laughs> it's a text about the Money fact- being too tight to mention. <laughs> yeah, it literally was because uh, our listener who got in touch sent us this message. I hear you're doing these, Dermot and Dave. I mind a little girl for a few hours every day. I usually get paid on a Monday. The mum didn't pay me yesterday. I'm an anxious person and the opposite of assertive. Do listeners have any tips as to how I could maybe bring it up politely without it being awkward? Thanks. So a lot of you are saying, just ask. Other people saying, make it sound like it's your fault. Um, And a a gentle reminder seemed to be a phrase that was going down well in terms of, of being able to say, a gentle reminder... You never paid me the other day, and that seems to soften the blow. Or just passive-aggressively sending me your Revolut account and going, <laughs> Hi, yeah. this. I suggested holding the kids to ransom. That didn't get a whole lot of votes. No, let's get a professional's take on this, because it, it turns out the Irish people have a very interesting kind of relationship with money and asking for it. Louise Carroll is a chartered psychologist from Prism Therapy Online. You'll know her from doing Mind Yourself now. You'll also know her from being the bass player in the Blizzards. Louise, how are you? Hello, how are you doing? Good. Is this an Irish thing? Or is it a global it, thing? It, different cultures of different relationships to it, but certainly Ireland is one of them that has quite a complex relationship with money. Why do we have such a problem asking for money that's already ours? We've earned it. <laughs> well, it's very historical. Uh, we have a very, there's an emotionally and 
psychologically complex relationship with money. You know, mostly to do with the fact that money is linked to power and control. And historically, obviously, that has been a problem in Ireland in that respect. We've felt like we've perhaps had to beg for money. And it was one thing when we all didn't have it, you know, Mm. when we were all the same. But when the Celtic Tiger, that divide grew and suddenly there became a huge gap between these things. And value and our value on ourselves is incredibly linked to our ability or our confidence in asking for money. So the value we place of what we believe to be true about ourselves gets played out in whether we feel we can ask. Right. And presumably, as awkward as it might seem, before you send the message, like most things that people are anxious about, if you then just send the message and pluck up the courage to do that, it's probably not as bad as you think it's going to be. Well, no, it, it won't be. But you see, I mean, in order to get to the root of it, you've got to think about why you have these thoughts in the first place, right? Because you send the money, but you still feel awkward. You still feel, oh my God, that was painful. But actually to trace it back to, well, why do I feel this way? You know, we've always had, I mean, I bet you can identify when we were kids. It was, you know, money's the root of all evil. It was a religious context. It was also, don't ask for money. You know, so it was taboo. It was difficult to bring it up. So I, I can categorically say as a parent of children in 2022, that is no longer the case for Irish kids <laughs> who are quite happy to talk about money and take money yeah. and have their own revenue accounts and all of those things. Well, you could look at that as progress. Yeah, possibly <laughs> so. Possibly so. Yeah. So what can our texter then do to maybe tackle these because it's going to keep coming up maybe to sort of work with that anxiety they have around money and and help themselves to be at least a little bit more assertive in that particular area yeah so it's really useful to start looking at what's the value that you place on yourself and what's the value that you place on what you're offering what's the service you're providing you know so like for example people who were given a placebo pill were twice as likely to have their pain vanish if they were told it was expensive right so <laughs> if, if if you believe that the service you offer is valuable you know that actually this is worth something then it be, there's your thought there's your there's your really your core thought if you don't believe it is the implicit thought is actually oh god they're not paying me because i'm not worth enough they're not paying me because what i'm providing isn't valuable to them So getting into those implicit beliefs within yourself is important first and foremost and breaking that open and think, actually, no, what I am providing is useful. It is worthwhile. And base it on that work from there rather than working from that implicit belief that Mm. drives your behaviour. It's also the fear of the other person's discomfort, whether it's about money or, you know, if they've got snot hanging out of their nose or, you know, (laughs) there's something. How could you tell them? How could you do it? Yeah, we spend a whole lot of time worrying about hurting other people's feelings or or making them feel awkward, even if it's perfectly valid to say, you know, to say so. Yeah, and the maddest thing about that is if you say it directly without any awkwardness around you, they feel better about it. But if you're <laughs> hemming and hawing around going, oh, Jesus, you know, there's something actually, oh, my God, there's something hanging out of you. Hey, snots, are you owe me a tenner? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Conversation finished. <laughs> yeah, I, I can see why Louise has a therapy practice yeah, and you don't. Yeah. <laughs> Louise, in, in your other life, you are, of course, uh, part of the Blizzards and you guys are going on an acoustic tour doing loads of dates yes. around the country. That's going to be very exciting. 
Yes, it is exciting. Um, I was just telling you earlier, Dave, that my dad is thrilled because he could never hear my voice above the clatter. Of the band. <laughs> so, so finally, uh, with an acoustic blizzard story, you can. Yeah, uh, certainly as a musician, having worked with you know managers, promoters, venue owners, you cannot afford to be shy about asking for money. <laughs> That's owed to you, or you'd never get paid. <laughs> That is very true, but it's also why we're still broke as a band. Yeah, that's going to happen. <laughs> uh, Louise, thank you so much for joining us. That is Louise Carroll, bass player in the Blizzards, but also, of course, charged psychologist from Prism Therapy Online at Prism underscore therapy underscore online is where you'll find Louise. Dermot and Dave. Weekdays from 9am.